Try to tell her we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby. This might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Might Not Go Well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Episode 110, we in the building. You already know who it is. It's the host with the most. B-Beasy, a.k.a. Poppy Sazon. Yes, yes. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Slick Grayson. How y'all doing out there? Uh huh, uh huh. You already know how this goes. Please follow us on all social media. This might not go well. If you're in the granny deals, business opportunity, please email us at this might not go well at gmail.com. And if you are listening to this on Apple or Spotify, please follow, please like five stars and leave us a review because that helps with the algorithm. All right, episode 110. Let's get straight to it. Weekly check-ins. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Uh, recently had an opportunity to interview for an apprenticeship professionally. Just going to put it out there. I don't know if I'm going to get it or not, but I definitely put it my best foot forward. It put me in a spot that's not necessarily comfortable for me, but it's a big opportunity if it was to go through. So something I probably, you know, I normally just wait to the last minute and take take shots so if this goes through it'll be a good professional move but if not you know i'm just starting to think about what like what's next what's the big moves and how you continue to grow uh emotionally socially i'm all right i'm cool like i said everything good just you know settling into 30 settling into like you know i still feel like my, my chakras is rising but you know it's a lot of good energy on this side a lot of you know realization it's all it's all it's all gravy how you feeling yeah, man, I'm feeling good, man. Speaking to existence, bro, I feel like words is powerful. So say you're going to get that shit, you feel me? But um, me on one hand, I mean, it's been really pretty good, you feel me? Like, the weather is feeling better. You know, outside is staying. Um, it's more light outside later. So, you know, I'm here I'm here for the shenanigans, you feel me? I'm here for the vibes. Uh, you know, I just, I'm just grateful to be alive, man. I feel like sometimes we just got to appreciate that. Yo, every time you wake up, bro... Even though you had a problem the other day, the past couple of weeks, as long as you are able to open your eyes, the next day you have a you have the ability to change your mood, you have the ability to change your situation, you have to be able to repair relationships or even make new relationships. That's a big fact. Let's get you being positive. Normally that's me. Well, all right. Come on now. Let's, Let's get to the fuckery. You know, all you girls take out, pull your panties down so they see who coochie is the best. You <laughs> I don't. I don't think this. That was a TikTok sign. That was a TikTok sign. The blue face in the bad girls club. You know, I gotta be toxic. It's just the duality of this podcast. And speaking of the duality, see how I'm about to transition into the first topic, though. You see this, though. Like I said, this this podcast is about the righteousness and ratchetness. You feel me? We like to do a little balance of that. Before we get into the balance of that, I just want to say, you know. Ramadan to all my good folks out there, you know, fasting and, and observing, you feel me? I know that's hard, you know, inshallah, you know, I know a little bit, you know. Yes, yes, peace to everybody that is observing Ramadan, uh, just, you know, taking this time to show that discipline to your religion, fasting, you know, just getting re in touch with your spirituality. We definitely send y'all love and light. Sometimes I pick a couple of days to try it. I, I've never done the full 30. 
Uh, that's something on my to-do list just as a measure of managing discipline. So shout out to anybody that, you know, is observing or and Ramadan as part of the religious faith or just, you know, supporting a friend and observing with them. So big love to y'all, big peace. And that's a fact. And shout out to people who are almost at the end of Lent. We never talked about Lent, but shout out to people who gave up something for Lent. Lent is on, you know, Easter's around the corner. Shout out to you guys too. We're not a religious podcast, but we do respect people's religion. Did you, you give know? anything up? Oh, no. You gave anything up? I have. No, he said nah. I don't think I did, bro. I did. You know what? I gave up being negative. Mm. If you had That's to, what I gave up. If you had to pull it out of your ass, I don't know if you necessarily did that with intention. <laughs> yeah, I didn't give up shit. <laughs> I did. I Still gave, doing bad. I definitely what did. You gave up? I gave up drinking off. I feel sorry for you, bro. <laughs> Why? Nah, I respect that though. I ain't gonna lie. I have, I have. I mean, I think as I'm getting older, I'm trying to stop watching porn as much because, like, yo, bro, like, I don't even need porn no more because how Twitter is set up. This is not even on the docket, but like, yo, bro, I don't know if I'm getting old, bro, but like, yo, I'm on Twitter now and just on social media. I'm just like, yo, this is way too much ass like, i almost i almost had to double i almost had to like catch myself i'm like yo do i have to pause myself because i'm like yo bro this is i felt like god damn this is i'm having way too much access to these like all the videos on my explore not all of them but like videos on my explore page is just girl shaking ass this that and i go on twitter yeah i can't even search stuff on twitter because i'll be trying to find topics and find video clips so i could do the meme stuff I put in a search stuff. Yo, that Diplo, I had to I had to erase my whole Twitter <laughs> typing in Diplo because so wild shit popped up. <laughs> I was like, yo, what the fuck? But that, I ain't gonna hold you, bro. I think I might be on that type of time and like you on because it's 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 not even it's like, not even good. Being off back in the days was was had a, had a meaning to it, you feel me? <laughs> Because we weren't overly sexual. Like, sex was everywhere, but it wasn't everywhere. Like, you had to work to see a titty. Thanks. <laughs> nah. Like, yo niggas, yo, niggas really used to get a picture of a girl thigh and was going ham off of that shit. You feel me? Now, a, like, a, just a sexy little booty shot picture ain't doing much no more. Like, nah, go on Twitter nah. and see a, a girl... Busting it open for OnlyFans and shit, bro. I won't go that far. I won't say, like, you get a personalized flick, like, something that's for you. That's definitely going to hit. But you are, like, in terms of, like, just general nudity, it definitely is, like, so much is it? Does it hit because you actually find that person attractive, or is it the act of the photo? You get what I mean? Like, I think, I think it's more so you think it hits because of the person that is doing it. The act of exclusivity is definitely sexy. I think anybody would say that they would prefer to have something exclusive to them as opposed to like something on because i think you know you're gonna we're visual so if a bad bitch is naked you're gonna be like oh shit that's fucking fire but at the mm-hmm. same point it's like if your girl sent you the same shit you know that's yours or shit you sort of you really magging with something so you're like oh this is all right hold on you know they got the little tiktok shit now you can press info to see when the shit came in <laughs> you be like oh hold on wait a minute <laughs> I mean, when, you took this picture 17 days ago shorty i'm just getting this hold up <laughs> so oh yeah that's a fact don't don't ladies don't say no nigga if you talk to a nigga, you sending him pictures. Do not post that shit online. Like, yo, yeah, no, that's, that's why a- am I getting a mirror picture that you just gonna post? Yeah, 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 a few yeah. hours later. Yeah, no, that's not it. That's not kosher. Because it's like I guess you thought she was looking good. Take pick one of the other seven that you saved. Put one of them up. But the one that's mine, leave mine alone. Because it's like, yo, what's what we doing, man? 
But yeah, no, nah, I definitely gave up drinking. I was just, I'm not saying I was like a fucking beat demon, but. Ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> beat. Nah, like you money. <laughs> not even, bro. But I just felt like, you know, something just getting more in touch with yourself. I'll be seeing the little, you know, TikTok, like, oh, semen retention working. I was like, oh, shit, let's see what this shit is about. I think out of my days, I only, I only slipped up once. And it's because I was in the crib by myself for like a good eight hours. I was like, oh, fuck out of here. <laughs> at a point. You see what happens when niggas is alone. Yeah, yeah. once you buy the crib to yourself, I looked at the door, like, all right, bro, you going to go your way. I'm going to go mine. I'm going to see you later and not looking the sun was going down i was like oh shit i am a deviant now <laughs> talk about the semen retention i don't know i don't i don't think we ever talked about that joey badass clip where he talked about where he's in he's in a stage of semen retention like even if he has sex he don't nut oh, that's some dumb shit what am i doing that's like getting it's like, <laughs> like getting some water and not drinking it you so you don't think you don't think you can ever reach that level of just holding it in and then just fucking it just i mean have i like i'm good Intentionally, I've never thought about it. Have I been in some some coochie a few times? And it's like, all right, I'm, this is this not hitting. I'm gonna just you know spit on her back or some shit. You're like, yeah, I've done that. <laughs> but intentionally, it's never been intentionally done. I guess in a way, but I feel like girls feel a way if you don't nut. If we being honest, if I was to not like we not if I don't finish, like come on, because it's like this might not go. I was like, yo, what's wrong with you? If I can't finish, facts, and then they gonna look through the condom like, oh no, I don't see nothing in there. Condoms, raggy. Oh shit, you grow. I just playing. I'm just joking. I'm joking. Safe sex is great sex. Better you wear latex because you don't want the high latex. Yeah. Fuck all that shit. Raw, 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 raw. Yeah, so you, so you, you, wake up, you wake up with the bumpy Johnson. Yeah, nah. Fuck that. I'm good. Let's strap it up. Damn, just, yeah, that's true though. Strap it up out there, yo. Especially you passport niggas. Wrap it up. <laughs> Got niggas going to these other countries, road dog and shit out there and coming back and passing that shit around, niggas. Nasty ass niggas. But um before we get to the topics and everything, we we already started having a transparency moment. We don't we don't stick to none of the shit on the docket at all. I mean I don't <laughs> but care we would, about I would Huh? I don't be caring about half of it, so that's why I don't mind these conversations. <laughs> So, so I also to speak on um, balance and righteous about this. I wanted to have a transparency moment about just friendship. I saw something on New Orleans Mall, and they were talking about just the status of the friendship, and it just started going. So, what's your thoughts on friendship in today's world? I think there's layers to it. I think there's like you got real friendship, and you got like friendship for a motive not motive but i guess that's like the word that comes to mind right now like you got your real day one friends who's like you're not missing life events or like it's understanding it's like even if we don't talk for x amount of time we could pick up right where we left off and you know it's all good it's all gravy like you know i still still love you bro still love you sis just you know life happens and it doesn't make our relationship any less solid i think there's like friends of convenience and motive where it's like okay cool like you're here like you're in my space so it's like we're great we're good and you can turn those into real, really strong friends because you're going to have, you're going to be in the trenches, whether it's that people you work with, people you see consistently in like your spaces, like the gym, or if you're creative, doing creative shit, or like hiking groups, or anything that like your hobbies are, you're going to find a community, you're going to build community you can have real conversations with. But I think also sometimes people just kind of latch on, like, oh, this is what this person going to be, I'm going to be there too, you know, type shit. It's like, it's not, there's not really much genuine to it outside of whatever you're trying to get. Like, do you want people to be able to do your hobby with? Do you want, you know, are are these people that you want to actually spend time with, share real shit about yourself with, versus like you know, all right, cool, you just here, so fuck it, let's let's hang out, let's have a good time. Are they outlet friends? Like you just want to go out and have fun with them, type shit, to get away from your problems. Like it's layers to it, but in terms of like genuine friendship, that shit is essential. You need that. You need your village. You need your community. You need the people That's that you need the people that you 
can go to. And even it's like you can go through something. I think like as men, you know, we don't really open up. But it's like even as our friendship, it's something that's special because it's like we can have real conversations about like I think you probably want other people that know everything that go on in my life. I know everything going on in yours. And it's like mm-hmm. it's no, it's just like it's just nice to have that space and that time because we allocate it because we do this. So it makes us have to talk and keep with mine. But it's like it's it's a beautiful thing when you can do that. Or on the flip side, we have friends. I know you have friends. I have friends who, you know, we've been friends with since we was in fucking elementary school, middle school type shit. And it's also like, yo, we we stay as up to date as we can. We make sure our check-ins to see each other, you know, monthly or whatever, or just in the text message chat. But it's like, dude, there will be weeks where we don't really connect. Or there will be, as you know, we're checking in about sports and little shit. Like, you know, niggas, we do fantasy draft. We do Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. We do, um, you know, it's little shit like that. Not little, I won't say, I won't diminish it as little, but it's like, it's those those moments to spend time doing those activities where we're able to really, you know, all right, well, what's good, bro? By the way, how's so-and-so? How's this, that? How's blah, blah, blah? It's like, it allows that check-in, but then, you know, you take those moments to really check in outside of that. I think that's what yeah. is important to the friendship. But you know how, I, how oh. as if, if, if I don't talk to you for months, you a real one, we real, like, real friends. It don't, love don't change. It's still love. Yeah, it's still love. Like, unless something happened that made me not talk to you it's still all love from the get go. Now, popular to 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 popular belief, you know, a lot of people from the outside will see me be like, "Oh, Brian, you know everybody, Brian." No, side note, I don't be knowing half of these niggas that be knowing me, and that's not even a flex. <laughs> it's not even a flex at all. Because law see in my face sometimes at events, I'd be like, "Who who's that person?" They know me. I don't know them. But I have a real super tight, close knit friends like. Law Law is probably one of the four friends that I keep in touch with on a regular. Other people just be an acquaintance or other people just be, you know, somebody I know on the fly from other associations that I met. I take friendship very important because it's a transparency moment. We'll be having that. I'm not really open as a person. You know, from the outside looking in, you might think, oh, Brian's open, Brian, but ask anybody if they really know anything about Brian. They won't really tell you anything. Oh, Brian just had fun and stuff like that. But do you really know Brian? Do you know what Brian's hobby? Do you know what Brian do? No, probably don't know him unless you really get to talk. I don't know why I'm talking in third person. That shit sound weird as shit. <laughs> uh, fucking narcissist. Yeah. Um. But I take friendship very important. And I realized as I got older that there's a certain you ever you ever seen like with a certain group of friends when you get around them, you only talk about. Like high school, like you get around old high school friends. You only talk about high school. You don't talk about anything else. You talk about old past memories. Yeah, I've seen that at times, depending on who you were. Or college. Even with college friends that we have now, like, oh, yeah, remember back in OBS? Uh, uh, uh. But you don't have nothing else to talk about afterwards. Oh, shit. I never thought about it like that. And that's why I had to, like, even in, 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 in lucky for us with this friendship, this podcast has helped us elevate our friendship and we, we actually have to talk. We have to communicate. We actually like, I have to know what goes on in your life. You have to know what goes on in my life because this is a chemistry stuff. Like if, if you off your energy, I have to know because it's kind of like we do something with each other. So now with the other three friendship, now with me noticing that I, I want to build more connections with them. Like, yo, let's hang out. Let's do some more stuff. Like I have one friend that I travel with to other countries with, then I go hang out with, other friends to build some more new memories so we don't talk about the same thing we don't keep ourselves stagnant and i feel like a lot of times you know you have to accept your friend group like i just realized like a lot of my friends grown in different ways from when we were in childhood and 
friendship is near and dear and friendship is key. Like you said, we need a village. I think it's important to have a, a great circle around you. And, you know, I think that's, I think it's key. You just admitted to be a passport, bro. <laughs> no, 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 no passport bros out here. I just have one friend that I travel with that, you feel me? We do a lot of stuff and we build that. That's a friend I've been knowing since the sixth grade. So, but speaking of that friendship, at, at one point, it was sort of just a reconnect of just old memories because adult life has kind of, at, at one point was, he was focused on his, on his job and I was focused on my stuff. We wasn't really hanging out that much until we started traveling together and then we started have new memories to talk about and we had new stuff to do you feel me even with us slick if we want to be transparent at one point after college you went you you was busy with a lot of stuff and we took we took like what once a month or twice a month no twice like once every two months we would talk and, and we would talk for like hours to catch up mm-hmm. and then that's how we kind of got this idea of the podcast stuff but there was a time where we don't talk as consistently now. Now, nigga, I talk to you like almost every single day now <laughs> compared to previously. And niggas know I don't like talking to people. I could love you. <laughs> so, I would hate talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it's, this was that. So it's just like, you know, you got to understand you got to keep nurturing your friendship and you also have to grow with your friendship and your, and your friends got to be able to grow too. It doesn't mean you have to grow on the same path, but it's always be progress. And I think that's something that as you get older, especially when we, now we're in our 30s, you, it's not about progress. Oh, progress like is that. is amazing. Like you used to be scared of progress, as like you know back you you were scared to grow old. Because but now I'm looking forward to it because that means that I'm doing something right to be able to get to this old age. Nah, take a nigga out at sixty. Once I go bald, just kick, just it, uh, empty the clip. <laughs> empty the clip. Okay, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> once I'm not sexy, nigga, uh, it's over. All right. I mean, you know, there's some people out there. Um. That might be that 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 Angela Bassett. The first Angela time Bassett. The, the first time a young bitch called me pops, it's over. She said, "Kill me now, Lord." <laughs> no, yo, somebody called me unk. Oh, I was like, "Oh, oh you old, nigga? Yeah, you old. Oh, god damn, you old. I was like, I reached. I'm about to reach the unk age over here. You a unk ass nigga, bro? That's crazy. Oh. I wish one of these little niggas would like, ah, KD Chester. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Unk out here, but the little nigga was in his teens, though. But I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. Nigga, I look just as young as you. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. Unk? Who the fuck? When the kids call me Pop, I'll be like, wait a minute. You know how Shannon Sharp, Uncle Shay Shay, they call me Uncle Sazon. That nigga nigga is 55. He's 26 years older than you. Whatever the fuck old you are, 24, whatever. (laughs) No, no, whatever. No, no. Oh, man. All right, but let's get to the. Uh, I don't even want to start off with this, to be honest with you. This is just sad. Um, RIP to all the victim of the Nashville shooting that just recently happened. Um, uh, uh, like we said before, I don't, we, we don't really want to dawn on these topics. I just wanted to give my condolences. This is something that's been on a hot take on the news. Um, any any anything you want to say on this slick? I'm definitely just sending, you know, this is tragic, sending light to the families affected by this. Um, and just let's keep... Let's keep the the vision clear. Yes, we have a mental health crisis. We also have a gun control crisis. We also have once Sandy Hook happened and kids were allowed to be killed, were to be killed, as opposed to keeping changing gun laws. We understood that what what was happening in America. So between the the fight for mental health, between the fight for gun control, between the fight for just civil civility and safety, there's so many layers to tackle. 
And I think, like you said, we're not going to try to push any sort of agenda on this. But and also, do not okay. This is going to sound bad, but do not make these shooters a trans issue famous. A trans issue, but um, this was conducted by a trans person. But one of the, I think, one of the pills, and this could be, you could correct me if I'm wrong. One of the pills of some of these shooters that some people have some theories all of is they make a name for themselves. They get, they get, you know, forever remembered. I'm just like, we should not be remembering these shooters. We should remember the act, but not the person, because it's kind of like now Ukraine laws, and now now people are trying to do these vicious act to be remembered in in history. And I'm just like, you shouldn't be doing like you went and killed kids, and like you should go. There's plenty of help. There's plenty of talks of mental health. There's plenty of options. There's plenty. Feel me. We we should we shouldn't be making these people famous in any shape or form, or even you know, because they conducting harbor act, they they're ripping people away from their families. So yeah, that's my take on that though. I respect respect. All right, man. Now to the major news. <sighs> Jonathan Majors, man. Oh my god, fucking with that cocaine, fucking with that white girl. <laughs> if you didn't know, Jonathan Majors been arrested in New York. For, for alleged domestic violence, where they said that, you know, he was in, te- in a taxi cab with his girlfriend and he allegedly, she allegedly took his phone and which resulted in a conversation and, you know, a little strangle action, a little smacking the next day he was arrested. Um, what's your thoughts on this slip? Um, and just in the terms of the story, I know when it, I saw when it broke, I was like, oh, I hope it's not true, but... I heard he had a white girl. I was like, "Oh shit, it's over." Regardless of what he did, he did. <laughs> I heard the joke. Remember, uh, I, the, there was a joke that uh, Gerard Carmichael said, like he had he had enough money to smack a girl, but not open close fist the girl. <laughs> so Jonathan Majors, you don't have enough money to be him. A white woman. It's uh, a joke, by the way. A <laughs> sensitive <woman>. niggas. <laughs> yeah, he can't. You can't smack no white woman. She was a sister. He got away with it, but never mind. I digress. This might not go well. Sorry. Uh, what? We would have never heard about it. And we know we would never heard about it. I think that's why I'm not that's saying it's. Right. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying we would have never heard about it. They would have been. They would have been Twitter beefing. They've been blue facing Krishan. They would have got a reality show out of it. But anyways, that's a, that's a real fact, though. Um, you spitting. Uh, but nah, I think that you know I saw that they released a text message saying like you know this wasn't supposed to go this way. It was like a precautionary, like a, a protocol situation that he was arrested just off the strength of like when they saw her injuries and whatnot. I think that. What happened after or as the news came out with like a large part of the the artistic community that he came up with kind of insinuating that he has been abusive in the past and he has like sociopathic like tendencies. I think that's where things get a little sketchy because like, as a black man, especially one that has in the public eye, like somebody I admire, they were personally, I definitely was like, oh, shit. Like, you know, you can't even say, nah, he ain't do that shit. I was like, yo, I hope it's not true. But then hearing the stories yeah. that come out and they say, yo, yeah, he was he been on this type of time for a minute. It's like, what the fuck? But I but that's my problem. I don't like that. I don't like that when something bad because because it's not like Jonathan Major's been a factor in the acting world for a minute. Now he just started really getting some steam behind him off his recent roles. You didn't hear nothing about this prior to this, but soon as an arrest happened, now everybody comes out with I don't I, I don't like that. I don't like how they pow pow like pow shit on you while you down, kick you while you down, sort of thing. Like, if 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 he was such a horrible person before, why wasn't this mentioned? That's true. 
I think somebody said they tried to, but it was like they once they see it blowing up, it's like you know the machine is going to silence it. And not saying I believe this in any way, shape, form either, but I think again one of the favorite my favorite sayings: two things can be true. Because it's like if he does have these tendencies, this also could have been a moment where it's not that way. But then it also you think about abuse culture too. There's how many times have people been abused and then come out and said, "Oh no, nah, I wasn't like that." You know, so it's a lot of layers to it. I know that it's going to hang a cloud. He has a, like some more movies coming out this year. It's going to hang a cloud over his. Nigga, work. you you in Marvel, nigga? Yeah. You better tighten the fuck up, Jonathan. And you he, know I can't call you John. I'm gonna call you Jonathan because you're a nigga. You better tighten up, nigga. You in Marvel. Niggas don't play that shit out here. This ain't DC where they had that nigga Ezra Miller kidnapping folks, <laughs> whipping niggas ass, slapping cameras out in Hawaii and shit. This is not that nigga over there. This is Marvel, nigga. Tighten up. But you, <laughs> you know, how, you know, how, you know how the system is going to go. There's some people that heard that he did this, never fact checked, and even if he didn't, or and if the allegations are false, he's going to be always associated with abuse. You know. But you, know, but you know what? This nigga walks around with his own teacup, so I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> I'm not even making excuses. I've been doing doing the research on this nigga. This nigga walks around with his own portable teacup. I ain't gonna hold you, little nigga, little weird. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. But at the same point, like I said. This is one of those situations where it's like it could sully his name. He already lost his army ad. His army, uh, he had the. I was the first person I've ever seen with like a real army, like national media campaign. Damn, what the, what the fuck was he gonna do for the? Oh, I mean, guess he's in shape. And he also. But did this that. is the same. This is the same people that have people dying at the fort. Oh, Vanessa Gideon. and don't have no have no type of explanation for that though, right? Okay, understood. I'm not saying it's scandal everywhere. I'm just saying like it's going to be exacerbated because of who he is. And at the same point, it's like fuck. I'm like, if you didn't do it, bro, we hope we rooting for you. But if you if you caught up in some shit, my boy, like they're gonna make it tough for you. So we, like, yeah, that's probably the best way. To I don't know, it. man. I feel like Jonathan, yo, bro, we was hype. Uh, you just gave a nice little speech about masculinity, about how masculinity is kind, and we we loving the bromance between you and Michael B. Jordan. But bro, tighten up, youngin, tighten up. He's older than you. Tighten up, youngin. <laughs> <laughs> and also, stop pouting in these goddamn... Nah, that's a lot of things. This is off the topic, my nigga. Stop pouting in these motherfucking pictures. Not saying that it's gay or whatnot, but my nigga, you kind of be looking a little... I can't even say the R word no more, but... <laughs> Retarded? <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that! <laughs> I was asking what the word was. I didn't say it. I just asked. Sorry. My bad. Nigga, nigga, I've been seeing a bunch of in him in the Creed movie. My nigga got the, always that that look. At, well, I mean, nigga, stop doing that. He was institutionalized <laughs> in the movie, so <laughs> niggas do that. I, I know niggas who been in jail. Niggas don't come out poke on pouting their lips unless niggas was. <laughs> well, he was pouting something else. Yeah, there was oh. two. There was two in the boot. Oh shit. Well, on that note, next topic, please. <laughs> um. All right, man. Tax Stone, man. Now this one hit. Near dead, oh, I don't you know, know slick. shit about. I don't know shit about this. It's you. I'm out. Because you know, slick. You know, I, as 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 the we both podcast connoisseur, but you can agree that I'm more into podcast than you are, right? By a mile. So you know, I've been I've been a big fan of Combat Jack. That's how far my history of podcast goes. To read, you know, one of the first listeners of the Brilliant Idiots. You know, I fuck with the Loudspeaker Network. Shout out to Chris Monroe. I see you, baby. You know, if you want to fuck with us, 
this might not go at gmail.com. And if you didn't know, if you listen to pre, if you listen, if he was an early fan of podcasts, you know, Taxstone had, he was, he was on Brilliant Idiots and then they end up giving him a show where he was, but he was giving raw uncut stuff. Like he was one of the original OGs of the podcast spirit. And as you know, 2016, there was a faded night when he went to urban Plaza and Troy Ave and his bodyguard, God rest his soul, got into a conflict where, you know, the bodyguard passed away, but now he'd been convicted and he's been found guilty on manslaughter, not actual murder, but manslaughter. And he, if you didn't know about Tax Stone's past uh, aggress, he was a felon before that. So this is kind of like his third strike. But, you know, his sentence is, is on April 19th. What I want to talk about, Slick, and you probably didn't even hear this yet. Now, Troy Ave been on the media lately about this. Troy Ave, a rapper from Brooklyn, you know, after it been found that he's been guilty, right, Slick? Mm-hmm. He released a video of... Hi, hater, I won, and he recorded the video on the court steps. The fuck? This is the new age that we're in, bro. Would you, isn't that the most corny shit ever? You're supposed to be this quote-unquote drug-slash-gangster rapper. You took the stance. I'm not going to hold, I'm not going to really think too much of that. We're not, you know, because I ain't no street nigga, so we're not going to go into that politics of whether you should take the stand or not, but Releasing a song on the on the court steps after the convicted after after the guy had been found guilty, super corny. Oh yeah. Super duper corny. Hmm? That's that corny. I think it's definitely one of those situations where it's just like, hey man. Like I guess, you know, the shenanigans do get clicks and shit like that. But it's like, you know, thinking about what you represent, where you could like what your 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 steezy is, that's not how it's supposed to go. You feel me? You're not supposed to celebrate that. Facts, you feel me? So, but just once again, RIP to his bodyguard, though, because he did somebody did lose his life, and I just wanted to touch up on that. Now, on to sports. Lamar Jackson has said that he requested a trade from the Baltimore Ravens since March 2nd, and now it's coming out that no team is reportedly interested in him. What's your thoughts on this whole saga? It has nothing to do with Lamar Jackson, it has everything to do with control. Now, Lamar Jackson is aiming for only, what, the third fully guaranteed uh, quarterback deal. Essentially, he wants the first four or five. 250. So the first, what, five years of his contract to be guaranteed, right? And there's been negotiations of numbers. We've seen quarterbacks get that too close to that 250 number without, you know, maybe $180 guaranteed or not. It's the most important position on the football field. He's a 26-year-old former MVP Never won a playoff game, I don't believe, but, you know. You no, know, he, he won one. He won one. That, the MVP season, he won one playoff oh, he won one. game. So he won one playoff game, and, you know, he's never had a, a elite offensive weapons. It's always been run this, run this, check option, et cetera. Right? But I think the real problem is that. Wait, 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 wait. Side note. The two times that they got, that he got hurt significantly were all during pass plays. It wasn't with him running. Absolutely. And one of, the, and one of those one of those times that he got injured was against the best Russian defense at that at that that year. We'll put that in context. Uh, absolutely. So I think that now, and going back to my point of control, NFL teams don't want to make a new standard where quarterbacks and you know elite players are getting fully guaranteed deals. I think that's one of the the benefits of ha- being an NFL team owner. You know, 
no matter how good your player is, you're gonna give them some guaranteed money. You gonna give you could, re- but those contracts are not guaranteed. You can have you could be the MVP one year and fall off a year or two later, and they can cut you, right? They don't want to cut people and be on the hook for a hundred million dollars. They don't want NBA problems or baseball problems where a player gets too old or a player gets injured, and you know you paid them to be a top ten player, and now they're barely a top one hundred and ten player. They don't want those 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 problems. They want to be like, hey, you know what? I'll pay you your money up front. We're going to win us some football games, get us to the playoffs. You know, any every year, NFL, one thing about it is it, it's, it's anybody can have, based on your start, can have a great year and get to the championship. If you really think about it, at least get to a conference divisional series and then we see what we really got. You feel me? So now it's, it's like if you give Lamar this money after not giving it to a boy up in Buffalo, not giving it up to Mahomes, not, you know, guys that haven't forced the issue, they've gotten big numbers, but you also know the guarantees are, you know, whatever they may be. It's like, Shit, we give him this after giving Deshaun Watson, who didn't even play his. It's like, what do we do for Joe Burrow? Because the conversation with quarterbacks is always what you don't want. You want to get yours quick because once somebody else sets the market, the market resets. But that's the that's the thing, though. It's like that gets me upset. They had two years to sign this to sign him for cheaper. They had they had time to get him forty two mil. It's like it's like the Dak it's like the Dak on Prescott situation in Dallas. Um, Jerry Jones had to overcompensate for for Dak because he didn't sign him two years before mm-hmm. his contract was up. So now it's like it's whose fault is it? Is it your fault for not signing him? Because look what they did with Patrick Mahomes. They signed him to that lengthy deal. It might have looked good on the paper at that time, but we realizing he ain't really getting that much out that deal. It doesn't equate to what Patrick Mahomes actually do on the field. He should be getting actually more. He should be technically the number one quarterback or number one, the highest paid quarterback in the league. Absolutely. But it's like, is is it is it Lamar Jackson fault that y'all didn't sign him at that price range, but now that the money is up. But the thing about it, what gets me upset, Slick, is y'all trying to control the prices, but yeah, revenue is going up every year. It's not like it's not like the NFL is losing money. They're making more money. They're getting more ads. The TV, the TV rating is going up even more. So it's not like they're lacking bread. This is not like the XFL or anything else. Y'all making more money and y'all trying to control the market to have more money to yourselves. Why y'all are, why y'all just, and the thing about it is what God gets me upset, get me upset with NFL teams is, yo, when they done with you, they done with you. They don't care. They don't care. Like look at look at Zeke um Zeke Elliott. Even though Zeke Elliott was trashed the last two or three years, cut him right off. Nigga's twenty eight years old. You better hope he's right with his bread. How many times you have heard former athletes bankrupt after after afterwards? Yeah, after that major contract. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. So niggas don't really care about you. So of course players are looking to get this because at any moment you can cut me and you're gonna be good. And he don't come from a background where it's going to be it's automatically good for him and his and his. So I don't blame him for that. Yeah, but they trying to pigeonhole him right now. He going to sign the franchise tag or come down on his offer. It's one of those things that's going to be nasty, and you're going to see. The question will be if they don't give him his money, how much is, if Joe Burrow signs before him? What does Joe Burrow sign for? Hmm. What does you going to tell you going to tell me Joe Burrow deserved less money than Deshaun Watson? The nigga went to the super went to the Super Bowl and he was almost to the Super Bowl again. I'll just say you want to tell me he deserved less than Deshaun Watson. What does Jalen Hurts get? What does Josh Allen get? Yeah. And these are the top five. I'm about to say Daniel Jones just got what 180, 160? 
that was bad. I ain't gonna lie, Giants had it bad. <laughs> but it's, it's essentially, that. but it's, so. it's essentially a two year deal. But the going rate for quarterbacks that are decent, this we're talking about a quarterback here. He's our our New York quarterback. Who you know he's won a playoff game, but he's never thrown over what twenty touchdowns and you know under ten interceptions or whatever until this year, right? I don't even think he threw twenty yeah. touchdowns to be honest with you. He got forty million a year. You got Lamar on the franchise tag for what thirty three. Mm-hmm. It's like that's not crazy to you, Kyler Murray. Not to throw another quarterback on the bus. He got what two thirty with one hundred and sixty um, guaranteed. And and they had to put and they had to put in the contract. This nigga got to read. They stopped playing. <laughs> I never football. heard that before. <laughs> nigga, nigga got to read. Like nigga's forcing you. To they read. took it out after the the flag, the, the flag he caught. But it's also like, what the fuck? Like, what are we doing? You know. So it's like Lamar Jackson is easily a forty five to forty eight million dollar, fifty million dollar quarterback. You're going to pay it. He wants it consistent. What's the number? If y'all don't want him that, if y'all want it short term, all right, three years, one fifty, three years, one fifty, fully guaranteed. Go for it. If that's how y'all want to do you it, know, go ahead. But you know what that pissed me off is is more so the narrative. It was oh he don't have a he don't have an agent. Oh you know he had and then you know there was a report that someone else was doing a deal without him. That was not part of the 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 I guess the collective um, agency. Whatever the 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 overseeing agency, like he wasn't registered with the NFL as an agent. He was doing like there was a whole bunch of narrative discrediting Lamar Jackson. When the real truth is, y'all just trying to control the market. That's, a fact. That's what y'all really trying to do. Yeah, it's not that Lamar Jackson don't deserve it. He is twenty six. He and then before he got injured this season, before he got injured, he was doing great. He was winning games. Y'all was almost winning the division. It wasn't. I mean, of course, he wasn't going to come back. And risk a lot of injury, so y'all can even put more attachments in to not give him his bread. That's so Fendi. And you think about it, he hasn't had all 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 caliber all um, pro caliber weapons. Like he hasn't been put in a situation and go further. And you say, "Yo, I'm getting out here every year. We're in it." And you think about the games they lost this year. They lost like three or four games that was really on the defense. So the defense wasn't efficient, and then the offense without Lamar, what do you do? So I hope that man gets his money. And I hope the NFL bro, bro, bro. look at the look at the Atlanta Falcons. Niggas have a fucking quarterback that nobody even knows, but you don't want Lamar Jackson, the second the second coming of Michael Vick. He could he to be honest with you, he be throws the ball a little bit better. He's way better than Michael Vick running. That's a fact. You gonna rather go with this quarterback. Or Dylan Wilder or some shit like that. I know you're talking about. Yeah, or Strider or some shit. Instead of Lamar Jackson, who's arguably can Make your team a playoff contender team, and this is so crazy. I'm just like, yo, one of you. I know, I know. Yeah, I kind of have like the NYPD blue wall owners. You know, when y'all down, you know that's what y'all did to Colin Kaepernick. Y'all all sat down and, and agreed. You feel me? But hey, one of you Jets, forget Aaron Rodgers. Slide them niggas the two first. Slide these niggas some first round pick and get Lamar Jackson. You got a young receiving core. Lamar Jackson is 26. Aaron Rodgers just come with a little too much problems. Come on, Jets. Fuck with your boy. Shit. Bell said, let's move on. All right. Now, now this one, this might this might get people hot because, you know, we, we, we slash the music podcast. But DJ Envy last week on the shout out to Breakfast Club, too, because they just have a partnership with BET. So you can catch the Breakfast Club on BET at 9 a.m. But he came, he had, a, he had Twitter going crazy. He had 50 Cent beating Lil Wayne in the verses. Now, Slick, you being from Queens, you feel me? You going you you, you sticking besides that? Because you know DJ Envy from Queens. You gonna stick beside that? I think it'd be close. I think it depends on the order. 
I think Wayne has a very large musical output, but I think 50 of them first two albums got at least 12 records that's going to go. So Wayne got to get his his best 12. And I think the thing about Wayne, we always appreciated the lyricism. It's a dearth of music, so much music that he has available. But it's like, what's your 20? You feel me? Are we including mixtapes? Is it only albums, right? You think about Wayne's, his uh, the Carter's great music. Carter 2, Carter 1, Carter 3. We got Carter 3 got like seven tracks on his own. You think about it, right? What 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 are we going with? We got the mixtape errors. They both 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 artists have jumped on other niggas' songs and made it their own. You feel me? Right. I the more I think about it, it comes down to order and preference. Off the top of my head, do I got 20, 50 cent songs that I'm gonna fuck with? Probably. Absolutely. You counting G Unit, counting shit he did with game, counting features. Then I was like, I'm thinking as I was saying the Carters, I was like, ooh, we ain't got some shit. I'm, I feel like pulling yeah, up. He does. I'm about to pull he up. Does, but it all it's, it's, it's like the Jada Kids, it's like the locks and the dip set. To me, it it, 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 it comes it comes into it, like you said, it comes to order because like what, what this there's certain there's certain tracks that Lil Wayne not gonna fuck with. In the club, automatically. What up, gangster? What up, gangster? Many men. I, don't know. I, I love Wingster. I love Wingster. Wingster. I can see Wingster again beat though. Patiently waiting. P-I-N-D. AO technology. AO technology. I get money. Candy shop. Uh, best friend. Twenty one questions. Twenty one questions. Uh, Stunt one hundred one. Shit. You got amusement park. P-I-N-P. Yeah. We, we, oh, fifth got fifth got some joints. I'm. We gonna give Wayne too. You got I can't. How the time? Like. Bro, poor little rich. <laughs> Don't push me. Fifth, fifth man. Ah, shit, fifth. But then we got. Let's go to Wayne. Let's go to Wayne. We got fucking. Oh, let me. I got pull up the full the full artist page. Hold on. Let me let me be respectful. We pulling up. I mean, down on me is down, down on me was a top. Yeah, I'm about to say down on me was a top song for fifth. But then you got Wayne, just going off of his essential Johns, a Millie. We got, I get, we got, got money, Mr. Carter, six foot, seven foot, shit, Lollipop, Go DJ, Fireman, John Hustle. My music. personal favorite, Back That Ass Up. Miss Officer, shit, this is a good one. At, comfortable, bad, we got the, yeah, we use Fireman. Yo, we using the Young Money record, so we got to throw in, um, what's it called, Bedrock and Every Girl. No Worries. Uh, what's the what's the song with um two chains and Rich as fuck? um paper um duffel bag boy? Oh, duffel bag. That's a that's a chorus. I mean, we got we gonna throw songs with choruses up there. We throwing features. But you know, if he plays that, I don't care. Like, well, niggas go crazy for that though. Nah, I said it's tough. It's tough. No, it, and I think that's why I said it depends on order. This the south side nigga in me is always going root for fifty, but at the same point, I'm like, ooh, Wayne has some moment. And again, we're not talking mixtape. I have there was not a mixtape record. Mentioned just now, or Wayne's unreleased music. Oh shit! Wait, he could do slow if he does features on slow down. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm saying he got he got he could get his drink bag as well. Wayne has a much a much wider music catalog because he was his run has been longer. Even the shit he just did with DMX is fucking crazy. So you say shit. And he smoked that. He smoked that in a lead chopper. He did smoke that. He did smoke that. I heard that shit. You know, I don't, I don't be looking for new music like that no more. That shit was fucking fire. So I was like, 
And my heart, my, my my heart is saying fifty. My head is saying Wayne. I'm just like shit. <laughs> I gotta see it. I want them to do it. I'm from I'm from New York. I'm from New York. I'm going fifth. But it's, I'm it's going fifth. It's all about who, order. Who who who, who rob like how to rob? How to rob? We from New York. You heard? I'm thinking about global impact though. It depends on the audience. It gotta be done in a neutral space like L. A. If they was to do the verses, it can't be it can't be Louisiana, it can't be New York. Magic stick, you heard? Magic stick, definitely. Definitely. I want to get to know you. He wrote all them shits. Fucking I smell pussy. So, Is that you, John? So seductive feature him and, him and Yayo. Yeah, nah. This would be Oh, I beat the pussy up. 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 Oh, I mean that's a that's a Cali bias though. If he plays that if we, if we do it in Cali. Is that, I'm saying, but at least LA. You oh, then you know for for Pop Smoke, the Wu, yeah, he, he was it. he was part of that. As well, it, 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 if, if it's 20, 20. Oh, he's on Encore with Eminem as well. So that that could get him some brownie points as well. Uh, don't do that. Don't do uh, that with Eminem. I saw your face. <laughs> don't we have? It. Don't do saying, fuck him. <laughs> he's a legend, but fuck him. I don't care. <laughs> All right, so um, man, I need to see it. They, somebody cut the check. Let's go. It's not gonna be verses. Verses isn't a thing anymore. They fell off. Bro, can we yeah, talk about the your appreciation? Let's talk about the death of verses. Like that shit. It, it was all good. So niggas tried to make it a cash grab. They didn't get. They, they didn't get their money. They niggas, niggas sold, niggas sold it, and sold the whole. You know, the, you know what was the best when it was songwriters. When I didn't know certain songs written, like when Neo, who Neo versus um, Jante Austin, yeah. The Dream and Sean Garrett, I, and we was no, that one. They could they could keep that one. Nah, <laughs> that nigga was drunk. Was, but that shit was entertainment. And when the Dream realized Sean Garrett set him up, and he just started playing like seven songs back to back, he's like, "What we talking about? Let's go!" Like, nah, bro, he already ethered you. But it was like that's a fact. Even the Manny Fresh and the Scott Storch one was like, I didn't know they had that much. They oh, he produced that. So you know what they're gonna do? What they're gonna do? Because you know Guru, who a legendary engineer for Jay Z and the whole Rockefeller. He was basically he's he putting his hat down like yo who want to fuck with me I hear a lot of you engineer niggas talking shit and I think that's I think that will might bring back verses when you bring out engineers because like a lot of people a lot of these new niggas don't know who Guru is and Guru got a lot of credit for a lot of Jay Z album a lot of Rockefeller albums you're gonna be surprised if when you pick you pick one of these young engineers and they get their ass handed to him. Handed to them because they didn't know Guru who Guru was. That's true. That, that's true. I mean, but I think the 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 trend of it is over. It has to be revamped and rebranded. I think that if we go back to you know you and your location, me and mine, and we turn up and have fun and play our music, that's cool. Once they tried to make it some spectacle, that's where it shit started. Start. It started happening on Thursdays at like ten o'clock at night. Like nobody's here, but we was all broke in the house, couldn't go outside because they had the monster in the air. And all we had was our phones. Niggas was hooking up their phones to the TVs. We was wilding out, having a good time. We was on fucking Zoom and shit, talking shit. What a time to be alive, even though we thought we wasn't going to make it past that next day. That's a fact. That's a fact. It's not me. Three years deep now. Um, Bronny James, man. He had his, you know, the, the, the McDonald's All-Star game happen. And even though he didn't win the slam dunk contest, I could have, you could have you fooled me how niggas was on him. To me, he looked like he won because nobody who talked about the actual winner. I don't even know who won this shit. Who won it? Isaiah Collier? Um, somebody. Let me get that. But what you what you thought about um Bronny James' performance overall? And he he also and Ali do he might he he reported it might make seventy two. I mean seven million. 
Oh, or just nil. That's his fucking allowance from his father. But anyway, <laughs> um, nah, I think if you if you've been following like youth basketball and not just going with the narratives of you know oh this so and so son, like these NBA boys sons can ball, and Bronny has always looked like he understood how to play basketball. Has he ever been the dominant? Score forty player in high school? No, but then we've we've seen those kids that score forty go to the next level and not have a role because they don't have the ball in their hands. Mm-hmm. Bronny is athletic. He's been complimented as being one of the one. Sean Stewart won. Oh, I don't know him, but he's been complimented and compared to being the best defender in his class, which is a compliment. He's worked on his jump shot to the point where he's a spot he spot up threat from anywhere on the court. Right, athletically. He has some of the best training outside of high school and in, in, in high school, right? He could jump, as we saw by the dunk contest. Like, again, not otherworldly. That came out of nowhere. That bounced. He, 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 I knew he had hops, but to dunk over his 6'5", brother, like that? Yeah, but you think about, like, the whole play is that he has been put together as a, a solid basketball player without having to, like, I think one of the benefits we don't talk about from basketball nepotism is that, you get to grow up in an environment where you're not forced to stand out. What if Bronny could have been, and I don't want to violate D Wade's son, but Zaire Wade, when he was on the big stage, averaged two points, right? Not a bad thing at all, but you could say, hey, we still know who Zaire Wade and saw him play basketball, right? We understood. He still got an opportunity to show what he had to do in the G, in the G League with the Utah Jazz, despite averaging that. Bronny James has shown more to this point since he's been an eighth since he was an eighth grader. He's shown a lot. So now it's like you have a clear cut skill set. You have a body. You have the training. He has his pick. I know Lavar Ball said the other day, "Oh, we could go to Australia if you don't want to go to class and play ball." But he has the luxury of knowing, thanks to his name, thanks to what he's produced, he's going to get a shot at the next level. He can go to college and chill, play, go to a couple classes. He can be a regular person, go to USC, go to Ohio State, go to UCLA, go to any of these schools. Get that NIL though. He can be in college for three years if he wants to, and make the same thing that he would make as a late a late first round pick rookie. You feel me? He's good. One thing I respect. One thing I respect is a lot of people are kind of like like you said, in nepotism. But at the end of the day, you can't neglect hard work and talent. Like you have to put in that work. This is not one of those things where you know it's like you know a, a rich person has a business and they could have a, like a team behind them making it happen. At the end of the day. Bronny has to go on that court and produce. So whatever advantages do you think he has, um, whatever position you might think, you know, whatever, you know, <laughs> advantages, he still got to go on that court and perform. And I have to give him credit for that. Being a kid that young with that much pressure, to me, to be honest with you, he possibly have more pressure than his actual dad because his dad is still continued to dominate the basketball game. So his dad continued to build on his legacy. It's not like his his dad legacy capped off at this rate. No, LeBron still has time to add on to his legacy. So it's even creating more pressure on Brownie. So for him to, to it for him, even you could say he has talent and whatnot, he, that doesn't deny the kid that he works hard and he's doing, he's putting his best foot forward and he's doing what he got to do. So I got to salute him all for that. But I'd also argue too, He's never going to be his dad. There was never a question. Oh, yeah. There was never a question about Bronny being the chosen one. So you could say it's as much pressure. The pressure to see if he could play. And every time we've been able to see him for the most part, we know he can play. Is he a superstar? No. But the boy could play. And regardless of, I think the LeBron James son does move him up from late first round pick 
or second round, early second round pick, late first round pick to lottery pick. But if we see in the next year or two, the boy average what? What's 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 typical first round pick numbers? Fifteen points, six assists, two steals, shoot a good three point percentage, show the athleticism. He'll get a look. Mm-hmm. So I'm not mad at it at all. That's a fact. Man, the wrap the cap off of the sports news. Kyrie, man, in the math struggle, man. There's been a lot of talks. This is your man that you had to floor for this one. I think that Dallas, it was never sustainable because they are built all around offense. Kyrie's never been a lockdown defender. Luka's never been a plus defender. They don't have rim protection. They don't have any wing defenders. Them two, we've had games where both of them have dropped 40, right? But the other team is also having three guys drop 100 or 80 points or whatever might have you, right? It's it's a tough mm-hmm. it's a tough sell. You can't win in the NBA if you can't get stops. Some of the greatest offensive players in the NBA that have been teamed up, what's been their their failure? They can't guard. You know the team can't stop anybody. And then now you got to factor in the fact that hey, Kyrie's a free agent, so if he leaves, you lost three players plus a future first round pick. You can retool the team. You know I think what they where they messed up at once they traded for Kyrie. They should have seen if there was a trade for Christian Wood that could net them a wing back, right? Get them somebody that could guard on the perimeter. Get them somebody that can guard down low. They got a bunch of guys that do one thing well, but I think that it's just a culture shock when you're trying to mesh two ball-dominant guys like that, and you don't have the piece of rounding pieces around them. And they're putting up high-scoring numbers, but it's just like you can't stop anybody. And that sucks because that's a Nick fan. We got the the Nets, the Nets low-key won the trade. <laughs> the Nets low-key won the trade. I ain't gonna hold you from the trade from the to the Sun and to the Mavs. I I think the Nets would rather have Kyrie because then they would still have KD. And I think that they've fallen down the standings. And I see that the only reason the Nets are relevant is because of the Phoenix trade. Phoenix gifted them, they blessed them. Cam Johnson and Mikel Bridges can play. It's this Dinwiddie is definitely solid. Dorian Finney-Smith is still a great defender, but he hasn't scored worth a damn since he's got to Brooklyn. You feel me? He's a guy that has to play. He's not meant to play on a team where he has to create anything or there's not elite creation where he's getting spot-up threes. You feel me? So I think it's a wash for both teams. The Nets are going to be in purgatory. They can't really suck because they don't own their draft picks for the next, like, seven years. So they can't suck, but it's also like, shit, we're not going to be that great. Barring, you know, a Damian Lillard trade or some shit like that. And even then, that just puts them back in the same situation. And then also, you got Ben Simmons saying, I don't know what's going on with Ben Simmons. That nigga. He quit. He lost Maya, he lost Maya Gemma, and that nigga went downhill from there. You see what happened? He quit. <laughs> he gave up. You could tell. Like, that is dejection and resignation. He is saying, you know what? I got my bread. Whatever I'm going through, I can't overcome it. He doesn't look like he enjoys playing basketball anymore. He doesn't look like. For all the chance he, shit he told about getting a chance to run his own team and be a star, I get it. You know, you got a back injury, but let's not forget, this all started with what? You not wanting to shoot the ball. And now it's so ingrained in your mind that you look like you forgot how to play offense. You could play, you, you, you bring the ball up, you run the action, and then you just stand there. So teams are playing four, four on five. Your team is playing four on five in half court offense. And then the athleticism from whatever happened to his back after the fact, which I'm assuming is coming from not working out. And then trying to get ramp up, like, yo, you you fucked yourself. That's what happens when you don't have an unk that's going to tell you get your ass in the gym. And yo, you have to play. The, you have to play the game. A lot of niggas that can't shoot are shooting three or four, five threes a game, bro. Not attacking. Come on, you're one of the. You should have been one of the biggest mismatches in the NF, in the NBA. 
you supposed to be the second coming. Basically, he was. They was kind of put him bracket as LeBron and archetype, but mental. That mental yeah. capacity is important. And that's why you gotta give credit to the goat James. Speaking of the goat James, shout out to the Lakers. You heard Pat Bev. Yeah, little nigga. You talk all that shit last game and you went 0 and 5, little nigga. That's why my boy AR15 say you a little nigga. He ain't say the nigga part. I'm going to say it for him because he's white. He's he a little that. nigga. But so <laughs> well, you know my AR15, you know, even though niggas want to bring up that meme with Kobe and LeBron, he he got he got LeBron's back. Fuck out of here. <laughs> All right, that's that's good. I'll go to the song of the week now. <laughs> All right, if you're listening to this on YouTube, please exit and go to one of your favorite streaming platforms, whether that is Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple, Spotify, you name it. We are on there, and you can go listen to our song of the week, or you can go to our new Spotify playlist, which is on our website. And I took a long time transferring all the motherfucking songs from the previous songs of the week there, so go show it. Go listen to our song of the week. What's your song of the week this week, brother? Uh, first up, we're gonna play this Victoria Monet featuring Lucky Day. This is Smoke. Yes, that's Victoria Monet featuring Lucky Day. That is Smoke. And my next song off that Six Lack Black album, Black is Back, man. I'm enjoying this project. This is Tit for Tat. If we both had to win and we both lose, I'd be crazy to think that I know you. Wear your heart on your sleeve if you need to You depend on yourself for your But I'm still gon' bless you Cause you sprinkle on that extra Keep it on and make it easy Ain't nobody perfect, I'm just speaking for myself We both done this on dirt Can't treat you like you innocent Do your best to please and I put diamonds around your throat I won't touch do me how I do you We go back and forth for shit Ain't nobody perfect, I'm just speaking for myself Yes, that's tip for tat. No way, I'm gonna have more songs from that project as the weeks go on. You like it? I, I hear a lot of people have mixed reviews. They saying that they don't really, they don't really bang with it. Like it sounds like it doesn't sound like I'm black. 
I think it's different errors. I think you got to respect the different errors that artists go through. The work is, there's like at least seven or eight joints on this joint that I was enjoying. I got to listen to it one more time as a full run through, but there's definitely some joints mm-hmm. that I could throw up here that I was enjoying hearing. Okay. Okay. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, what you more call it, though? Uh, my song of the week, I got to go back to that Tink album. That Tink album got me on a choke hold. This is Tink, I'm the Catch. I got you out here moving reckless Tried to buy my love with VBSs Fucking on whoever gives you time All I wanted was a peace of mind Oh, dirty ass women that you entertain Can't be playing games at this big old age Got a feeling that I might not be the one for you Cause I never let no nigga treat me like the two Bitches DM me, girl, you know that nigga toxic Just like phone cars, you know I got other options too But I'm trying not to cross them I'm gonna hit the brakes, give them back like it's an auction, ooh Fuck around, be your worst enemy So put respect on it when you mention me Audemars hitting on my wrist How you fumble me when you know I'm the catch yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Tink. I'm the catch, and you know, shout out to Tink though. She's been hella consistent lately. Um, but this next one, bro, I ain't gonna lie. Them Philly niggas got some shit with this dance music, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I know it's sassy for niggas to be shaking their hips. A nigga like me shaking his hips to this song. This is too rare. Rare room. Promises, nothing I can do. Keep on your neck and my finger on in your mind. I'ma make you taste you. I got you soaking, I got you dripping. Yeah, I love the fact you ain't ran through. I got you busting back to back to back to back. Baby, this is what a real man do. Yeah, oh my God, dick and hot spot, rubbing on her thighs. Yeah, put your ass to sleep. Now you catching Z's. Flying your pennies over. Watch your back for me, love when you bend it over. Lay your head down. Fuck on the mattresses in the sofa. I love my bitch, they top five. See you a freak from the side eye. Caught her in traffic, drive by. You know me shooting my shot. I put a bitch up, play like a new crib. Fuck the head up, eat a new way. Dickin' all in the back. I might nickname all of them LA. Keisha, Tamia, Double, Asia, Lakia. Her it ain't cheaper than keep They mad, they niggas be cheaters. They ain't lying, cause I'm a different animal. I be dogging and shit, you feel me? Uh, uh. Oh, y'all can't receive either, but it's cool, whatever. You can listen to our previous song of the week on that new Spotify. Playlist, go show some fucking love out here, though. But that's not what you're here for. You're here for the people's choice, the people's favorite, Slick Drop It. I can be toxic, but so what? You're going to love it here. Shit, fuck is you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. And it's fun indeed. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Toxic Service Announcement. A.K.A. the TSA. All right, no special guests this week. Slick and I holding it down per use. And we got a couple of toxic topics that we wanted to cover. Oh, man. We didn't really have too much on the news side earlier in the podcast, you know, but this is a couple of things that I need to address. Now, go on your Twitter. I sent you this video, man. 
And it was just that tweet when you find out your girl is a bird. And this is Tyrese. I pray for you, brother. Play the clip. In the DMs. Yeah. We make that. He wasn't my type at all. My type was actually Paul Walker recipes. <laughs> but I... <laughs> he wasn't my type at all. And my don't, type is not white. I'm just saying I was more interested don't in touch me. Paul and every don't facet here. Cut, just, me. Cut, just, cut, just cut it off there, brother. Just cut it off there. Do we have any sound effects? We could just like any side. <laughs> just yeah fella i feel sorry for you tyrese i don't know slick that's you know that's your dark skin brother oh, <laughs> never... you gotta take that out with him <laughs> yeah, yeah that's fucked up don't ever embarrass me like especially some shit that people gonna see like what is wrong with you? like come on shorty that's because she yeah she like she was younger than him she had no behavior it's because she was younger than him. Let's call it that. No, no decorum. No decorum at all for you to sit here and not only for someone who passed away, R.I.P. to Paul Walker, but that's his homie right there. She thought she was, you know what? Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm a custom slack. You, you know what she's trying to do? She's trying to make a little connection because you know that's one of his best friends. She was like trying to be like, yeah, I'm trying to still shit some poor. So she want a ghost train? What the fuck wrong with you? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? Stop trying to cap. That was bad. I know normally I'd be trying to like make sense. No, no. That's and you know like that, how 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 did she think that was gonna turn out? Like oh yeah, I wasn't your type, but you know now I am. That what the well, fuck does that even mean? It mean he wore her down, but it wasn't in her, her, her heart of hearts. This wasn't where she thought she was gonna end up. She loved it here, but she wasn't supposed to be here. That's a wild shit. Oh my pride, my pride hurt for him. I granted he a millionaire, he got money, he got a new song out that's pretty dope. But shit, that hurt my pride. <laughs> Cause I'm like, imagine your girl basically just going out saying, Yeah, nah, I wouldn't fuck your nigga. I ain't want you. But you here now. And I know she hey, she ain't deliver it bro, like bro, that. But this but this is what this what but slick, this is what exactly what we've been talking about the last few toxic topic. You know how women say, Oh, why you guys don't it's because of this. We don't want to feel like we've been settled for too. Just as women don't want to feel settled, we don't want to feel settled. Lie to me. Baby girl, future, future, future wife, lie to me. If, even though I know you was fucking with hood boogers, niggas who was pew pew guns out here, lie to me. Make, make me believe that I'm your number one choice, even though I know I'm not. <sighs> don't, don't, don't sit here and embarrass me out here like that. Shit. Because I'm going to give you the side eye, because now, now I got to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> You probably get hurt now. You got to cheat. That's how you feel. I got, I got, I got to get my lick back. That's what the young kids be saying. Now. I got to get my she, lick back she, somewhere somehow. Because she wanted some ghost dick. That, that might be a little. Insane. I'm just going to not give a fuck. I'm like, all right, where, bitch? I'm hopeless again. <laughs> Hold that. <laughs> I, don't a, I don't give a fuck now. <laughs> what? Yeah, but you know what? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not an official cheat. Maybe a happy go to go. Maybe you sent me this. Maybe go to a massage parlor get a happy ending real quick. <laughs> oh, I'm out. Wait, 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 wait. It's, it's you a semi. You got to be careful how you. Say shit like that. Wait a minute. Preference. No, you're not going to throw it out. Like I just said, no. That's not what the fuck we're doing. What it's I said. The TSA is a toxic no, service announcement. No, that's still missed. That is not proper. What I said. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> what I sent him. There was a video, and this guy was he heard his wife on the phone. She just came back from a girls' trip, and while she was talking to the homegirl, she's like, "Oh, I ain't telling what I did." He's like, "Yo, so what the fuck you do?" She tried to, you know, why you listening to my phone call? Shit. He's like, "No, nah, bitch, what the fuck you do?" And she basically said, yo, I went on, I went and got a massage and had a happy, but got butt ass nigga and got a happy ending. But it was never speculation if it was a woman or a man. 
But it was just a question Like yo what the fuck Is this cheating I guess that's a good question Is this is that cheating If your partner goes to On a, a trip And gets a massage And gets a happy ending Uh yeah What Then he had The person had to do something To your girl The first Either Either, either So how Wait so what's the happy ending A happy you, ending you is nutted happy, how, how did you nut yeah, Happy ending <laughs> Happy ending is orgasm So you had to nut So so how did you acquire this nut? Did, did this person touch you? Did this person insert something in you? Oh, that makes sense. You ain't not, you ain't nothing off a of spiritual power. So, <laughs> so it's cheating at the end of the day. Now, yes, I know there's no remote. I know there's no romantic connection with this person because obviously this person is getting paid. What if it was a to, Mike, to, to, what if it was a Michael B. Jordan esque masseuse? But we already know what these girls go in Jamaica and be getting fucked by the boat boys and shit. So <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm just throwing it out there. Normally I get thrown these questions. So since you want to bring shit up, I was like, fuck it, nigga, how you feel? <laughs> yes, it's cheating. Yes, it's cheating. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you got a happy ending. You nutted. And she how was, did she you was, nut? I, I think the fucked up part was she was gonna tell him about it. She was like, Oh, I ain't talking about that part yet, girl. But you can feel comfortable talking about it with your girl in my house. The fuck wrong with you? That was my part. I was like, if you people do fuck shit all the time. But the fact that you feel comfortable talking about your fuck shit in the house that I like, we live in together, like no. <laughs> but, but you, but you, but you, you. you Why got upset at is she was like, "Why are you listening in my conversation?" Not even you know. I'm sorry that I did. I got my nut. But you that, listening in my conversation, trying to switch it, like bitch. You don't know. You just you just said you cheated. The hell you mean? You, you upset that I listened to your conversation? Like, yeah, if it's some, if you talking about some real salacious shit, something that's gonna get me upset. It don't matter how the fuck I heard it. Is you're confident enough to talk about the shit in my crib, like vice versa. Like if I was talking to my boys about some wild shit we did at the club, and like, oh yeah, that bitch was wild and on that dance. What dance? Why are you listening to my conversation? Oh, now I'm sassy and a bitch and a cheater, right? No. <laughs> all of the above. Yeah, I'm all of the above if it's your feelings. But now I'm, I'm in my bag and I'm, I'm like I said, you was over here loud and a bitch. Girl, I ain't telling about that. Fuck you ain't telling me about. What? No, no. Come no. on now. All right. Now going off of that, Slick, I don't think, I think women need to understand that we're not mind readers. And I think this TikTok puts it in a different perspective. If you want to play it. Men cannot read between the lines. You need to realize that. Okay. You need to realize that. Like they're not built. Not saying all, but most. Mm-hmm. Right. Most men are not made to read between the lines. They're not gonna. They're not gonna go there. You know what I'm saying? Like for example, we've had this discussion where for Valentine's Day he asks blatantly asks me, "What do you want to do?" And I tell him, "No, babe, I just want to stay home and you know watch a movie with you. Nothing crazy. Let's not spend money. Yeah. Yada yada yada. I don't want nothing." He goes, "You don't want nothing." I don't want nothing. What happened? He came home with nothing. <laughs> he said, say less. I got you nothing. I'm going to get you nothing. And it's, he picks me up from work. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, he's gonna, at least going to have flowers for me in the car. Mind you, I don't give a shit about flowers, but it's just like the gesture, right? So I'm like, all right, I'm coming down the stairs. I'm like, I know he's going to. No, first I thought he was going to send me flowers to my job. Okay. So I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. All these other girls, I get them flowers. I get nothing. Yo, that's the and most like, disappointing part. No, I think it's, it's all right because when I get downstairs, when he picks me up, He's gonna he's gonna surprise me with flowers. I get downstairs, nothing. I'm like, my blood is starting to boil now. So then I get, <laughs> now you're like, no, they're at home. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That was my next they're at home. I said, no, they're at home. They're at home. I know that you're gonna set up. He, he got. It. I get home, nothing, nothing <laughs> again, again, nothing. So now at this point, I'm like, there's nothing's gonna happen. Then I see that he goes to sleep. It's like I'm like, yo, are we really not gonna do nothing? And he's looking at me like, 
you said you didn't want to do anything. I'm like, yo, men are really just that dumb. He's like, and women are dumb because why is it that you can't just open your mouth and tell me exactly what you want to do? Right. And I'm like, he's like, perfect. And then slick. I I do not see nothing wrong with what this young man has done. No, no, he's playing a little stupid. You got to get something. (laughs) You got to get something. No, no. Slick, we're not doing this. You gotta do if something. I ask you twice the same thing and you tell me the same answer twice, oh that's a go then. Nah, <laughs> come bro. on, come nah, on, bro. your pussy management game is not a elite if that's how you move it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we gotta we gotta take we gotta take girls' words for even side so, chicks so get chocolates like you're wild. It's cap. It is cap. Women are all cap. Okay, as long as you said that I'm good. Well, I say, I say, well, maybe Kevin is like a motherfucker. Everything is okay till it's not okay. Everything sounds good till it actually go down the way you, you made it seem. So that's why I'm saying it. Like, say, I mean. But my whole thing, if you wanted something, just say you wanted something. How is she, you better buy me flowers. How she's out, you better buy me flowers. And you better take me out to dinner. No, 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 no. That's her little yes! I just be like, fuck it. If I feel like it, I'm gonna do it. If I don't, I'm not. But if you say you want something, I'm more likely gonna do it. I think that's the big part of it. I like, Slick, but but that's but that's it right there. If you say you want something, you say that that you want this. I'm going to do it. But if I, I but you have to understand us. What we don't understand with us guys. If we ask you the same stuff twice, that's just a confirmation in our head. Like, oh shit, okay. Keep chilling. Like we get some later. Because because if we do the same thing, you ask us twice, but you know that exactly what we mean. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, "Oh, you want some head?" No. You sure you don't want no head? No. I really want some head. No, man. You got you offer me some head. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna get some. I'm not head. even answering, nigga. I'm pulling my pants down. Like, all right, word. <laughs> type but no, nah, you're right. I'm just saying, what we do be capping? It must sound good. Or you don't want to be a nag, or you know, you, like, but yo, you got to say what you want. Because I think that one thing that gets misconstrued is how you can't expect somebody to treat you the way you would treat them. I think that's something that really falls in the cracks. Like literally men and women desire different things or you show your affection in different ways. Like a man don't really want a physical item. We want to be respected and, you know, taken seriously and be like, yo, left alone when the time comes and fucked right. That's it. It's like, that's, it's really simple with women. A lot of times, not saying all the time, like I said, we're not generalizing, but with my capping women, oh, fuck it. it's a toxic that we generalize. Fuck <laughs> yeah, <it>. shit, <laughs> but it comes down to you want those tokens of appreciation. Like no matter how much a man can tell, because women are so conditioned, a lot of women are so conditioned to can sink and a man just can, any man can tell you what you want to hear, but what are they showing you? At least with the token, you got something to show for your time. You feel me? The flowers, the candy, the dinner, the date, like the excursion, the trip, whatever, all of those shits that we've talked about for 110 episodes or a hundred or at least 90s episodes. I don't remember. We started toxic topics. A lot of that shit is just a token to show that, Oh, I got something out of this. As opposed to being like, yeah, this nigga love me. But that is so crazy to me because it's like, I think it's, it goes down to reinsurance. I think women yeah, need to be reinsured in relationships all the time. But it's not real. Guys, it's not, not real. all the time. It's, I think, you know what? I'm going to take that back. You know what? Pardon me. I'm going to take that back. Both both parties need to be reinsured. I just think the reinsurance come in two different forms. W- Two different forms for us guys, for example, we can speak on this. I think as long as you there, as long as you continue to do what you're doing to to support this relationship, we don't need you to actually say anything or actually really perform a huge gesture. It's nice, it might be appreciated, but that doesn't reinsure us. As long as you're there, 
and we have in our mind that you're not doing nothing. You're not being, you know, we're not your second choice like that, Tyree's girlfriend. But be you know, like you're, you just don't be like, like you're just like you're just being regular. You doing you you know you know we you're, a, you're, like basically you're there, you're around. You're holding it down and you're not embarrassing me. That's really what yeah. it is, man. You respect the That's you It don't need to be down. said. It don't need no grand grandiose thing. But I think for women, ha- not only has to be said, but it has to it has to be said without them asking for it. There has to be Actions something. Needs- there has to be something that has to be shown. You have to have something tangible to show for it. It's not without a, them asking for yeah, it. It's not enough to be just like, oh yeah, he's a good man, Savannah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like yo. <laughs> I got something to show. And even like I said, we talked about with the niggas that's tricking and niggas is like, all right, there's something there. They can have something tangible to say, this is what I got out of this connection, relationship, whatever, you know? But wouldn't it, wouldn't it be this easiest look if you just said, hey, baby, like the thing about it, what you know what? If we could find a common ground. Now, women, I know you don't want to say exactly what you want because it makes it feel less special. But it, what if she should have just said, baby, it's Valentine's Day, you know? We should do something, or I don't just want- mention it. Mention mentioning Valentine's Day and mentioning you just want to do something. Now, granted, now you leave the ballpark to us to show you how much we care for you That's by fair. doing something. That's fair. You don't have to necessarily say, "I want flowers." I want to be taken out. I want to do that. As long as you say it's Valentine's Day, baby, I, I, you do some shit like that. Then you can leave the ball in that court, and it can satisfy your need by having your reinsurance. But you telling the guy when the guy asks you. And you say nothing. I don't want to do nothing. I'm good, babe. I, how is we supposed to read between the line with that? <laughs> That's true. You're right. But there's, you, I think he was he overplayed his hand though, because it's like, yo. You I think of, he was doing the. I think he was trying to prove something. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> he was trying to prove something. Proving points on major holidays is never the way. Pick some little shit like your anniversary or something like that. <laughs> I, and I, I agree. I agree with you, um, uh, fellas. Now we can get on the fellas a little quick, fellas. Major holidays, that's not when you choose to put your foot down to show her that she's stupid. You, you pick you pick any regular day for that. <laughs> Major holidays, birthday, anniversaries. Anniversaries, <laughs> eh, it depends. It's like, ooh, well, what, was, what happened around this anniversary? Let me see. Mm, you get cold. Oh, come on now, you're playing with fire now. <laughs> you get cold, <laughs> you, fuck that. <laughs> see, that's when the girl gonna do her little spa day and get a happy ending. <laughs> you fuck around tell me about it, shit. I'm like, shit, I, can I get one too? That's what I want to know. I'm receiving. Come on now, Miss Lingling. You know what? Let's get to the next topic. <laughs> All right, let's get a little. Let's now. Let's get a little fun now. Slick. I saw this TikTok of, of of this person saying like, "Yo, what was the move that your girl did in the bed? A previous girl. We don't have to say about your personal one right now. That made you think, oh shit, she might be a little too experienced, or she might have been a hoe back in the day." <laughs> <laughs> she even like it fell out and she she put it back in without her hands or you feel me what kind of or stuff? she just kind of she kind of never she kind of went down wait what you mean you never had a girl just put it back in without guiding it in i don't know the fuck sorcery you're talking about like okay what if she she riding you right and something you know it, it slipped out for a second Instead of instead of using the hands to put it back in, she kind of just used her body just to shift it in. Not that I can recall. Obviously, I'm not living life right, but okay. Let's continue this conversation. Uh, after, that's an example. Obviously, you know some hoes I've never quite encountered, but okay. Shout, 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 shout out to you hoes out there. I mean, you know what? We, like we said before, we love hoes. You feel me? I, lo- I love me a reform hoe. 
I love me. You know what I love more? An honest hoe. That's my only problem with hoes. Some of you hoes are not honest. And that's the problem why y'all not getting cuffed up out here. Let me know you was actually ho hoeing out here and let me have that choice. Don't be you a- rob me of my choice when you tell me you was a good girl, you wasn't fucking these I wasn't niggas, outside. and then I find out you was fucking these niggas. Yeah, like, oh, that's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, that is true. If you are, dude, reformed hoes are the best. It's just got to be And then now, now I'm dabbing up niggas, and niggas is telling me I got a good one on my hand. I'm embarrassed out here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a pacifist, but I think if a nigga ever said that to my face, I gotta punch. I have to fight you. Like I have to, because I'm like that's disrespectful. And I think you know what you're doing. Like that's why I don't put myself in certain situations. If a nigga ever tell me, that, boy, yeah, this nigga, this nigga hugging her. I'm like, oh wait, hold on, this more than just a little friendship. Yeah, and then now, now, then next minute, you tell me, yeah, we had we had a little fun, when, but you you calling that nigga your bro? Yeah, yeah, now you gotta die. I don't know about no incest Alabama shit, but we don't fuck we don't fuck siblings over here. So what you doing out here, bitch? <laughs> yeah, nah, but at that point. all right, now in your previous in- interaction with women, has there been a special move that she did that made me like, oh wait, we 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 fuck with an advanced one over here? <laughs> a move that honestly, nah, I think sexually just being she like, never she never deep throw and then lick the balls at the same time. Oh shit! Wait a minute. Hold on. Wow. <laughs> Wait a minute. I can't say too much. Wait a minute. Hold on. Um, uh, I guess yeah, shit that catch you. Off. I think it's. I won't say it's like no special move. I guess shit that just catch you off guard. I think it's the familiarity. Definitely like the. Yeah, the, like you thought. You thought you had like you know she she probably had a few bodies. You know, not, she had not relationships, even that. but she just, she did some shit like oh shit she might be a little different. No, not just like oh shit on the first go round like my my shit like your forehead is on my abs. Wait a minute, this is hold on. Wait a minute, yeah. yeah shout gonna, out to the foreheads, oh especially the big ones. And I like entire bank Rihanna Navy ones. You feel me? Shout out to y'all. Yeah, nah, yeah, definitely shit 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 on that level. Shorty, that you know they took the whole thing the first time, and I was like, wait a minute, this I didn't know. I I thought this only happened in the movies type shit. I'm trying to No think. gag reflex. You you sure you got a tongue so bit? <laughs> yeah, the gag reflex girls definitely would definitely catch me off guard. Like, oh shit, I love you. Um <laughs> I'm trying to think. Anything else crazy? Sure, you ever just put her head behind her head? Like you're like, oh shit, just off the first off the first time? Like, oh honestly, I think I started in the game so late, I just Everything was like If it was good It was good But definitely like The flexible johns And legs on show Like you know All the crazy Flexible positions And shit But uh Shit honestly You know what My, my move was Was the Maybe maybe she wasn't a hoe But the aggressive one oh, I had just one girl Who was just aggressive Like Hand Riding Hand on the chest Just like Manhandled I was like Oh this bitch different Oh nah. I'm over here like nah. Oh nah she, she she a pro at this I was like nah Shorty I'm sensitive Relax Calm down <laughs> I'm over here like Oh my god it, I'm not doing the fucking I'm getting fucked <laughs> The first one that Fuck you Is definitely A different experience We're like Wait a minute When did this become a thing <laughs> Alright But we can leave it off At that Um, But now Given off the last episode when we did a choose one, I come back with a lot of choose one. This might be something I might do for every episode from now on because it's funny now. All right. Famous game. Might make a sound for this. Might find a sound for this. Slick, you got to choose one. Would you rather see your mom on the pole or your daughter on the pole? Would I rather see? Like you got to see, see either it. one. You got to see either question. your mom or your daughter. I read this question very raw. I thought it was like, who would I rather have like known that this but visually see? 
Yes. Oh, that's disgusting. Coming up, strawberry. Oh, <laughs> Why the fuck are you like Black this? Pink diamond. This is this is that white shit you grew up on. Um, candy. Yeah, uh, shit. Fuck. Go ahead, moms. That, nah, explain, ma- that, that explains the sneakers I got when I was a kid. So moms gotta take that. That's up. what I'm saying, yo, mama. Go up there and clap Ma- your cheeks. I can't nah, see my daughter nah, up there. Nah, that's <laughs> disgusting. You're a sick. Get, wrap this shit up. You I fucking sick. I can't see my daughter up there. I'm gonna lose my shit. Niggas have been flirting <laughs> with my, my baby. Niggas have been flirting with my mother since I was like seven years old. I, my daughter, though, now you gotta die. My, but the thing about it, my mom is grown. Like I can't tell my mama to do anything. You feel me? Mama Stop grown. being she a whole mom. Money. That's all you can say. Get your ass <laughs> off the pole. My daughter over here. That's so. That's something different now. But I raised you better. Like what I go you wrong? Was you was telling me you take those to classes for exercise, not to, to be, every, not to be. I went to every not recital. Not to be at KOTD. <laughs> I went to every recital, every school concert, every hobby, and this is how you gonna do me? <laughs> it's your mama fault. <laughs> wait, wait, you making twenty bands? Hold on, hold on. Let's need, think about it. I'm about to say you need a manager. Hold on, you doing this all wrong? It was, come on, we gonna make wait, it. A f- wait, you taught me Rick Ross threw you some wings and twenty k. Okay, hold on. Let's 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 talk it out. I'm yeah. not gonna come to the club, but we can. I could. How about I know, say, Daddy, I know some niggas at Magic City. The wings is fire over there, so you're gonna be eating good during your break. Daddy ain't never see twenty thousand in one minute. Show me how to make it clap so I can do it too. Fuck that. <laughs> so we both choose seeing our moms on the yep, pole. Absolutely, fuck it. <laughs> what 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 mark we at? That's like we're good. We can end it off. That's over. All right, man. Hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> nice balance of ratchetness and righteousness. All right. Please follow us on all social media at This Might Not Go Well. If you're in the Brandon Deals business opportunity, please email us at thismightnotgo at gmail.com. Please leave us a five-star rating and follow us on Spotify and leave a review because that helps with the algorithm. I'm the host with the most, Mr. Hemi Turner, Hemi Hendrix, Hemi Hoffa, Mr. Hemi, Hemi like. Beanie Man, BBZ, Papi Sazon. And I'm just slick. You guys be great. We'll see y'all soon. Have a great one. We out. Takao. Try to tell them we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gonna get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby. This might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. <laughs> hey, hey, that's it. One take. We not even doing it again. Keep that. That's the one.